What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 117th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, live from the courtyard by Marriott, and uh, yeah, I'm here to talk swaggo with my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? How you doing? Oh, I am doing wonderful. I am sitting in the comfort of my office as usual. I am not on the road, but... no. I, I mean, I am ready to chew through some of these topics we got tonight. We have so much that we had I, to cut something out for next week. And uh, I'm true. sorry for IG2000, but uh, I'd like to spend some time on that ship. And uh, I just don't want to just run through it this week. So yep. we're going to save him for next week. And this week, we're going to roll with... Uh, what the other things we got? So that's almost like a little Wookie head for next week. Oh man, beautiful! Uh, I don't know. For those of you listening, I'm sorry. That pun was beautiful, and uh, I didn't give it the proper laughter. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. Anyways, I don't. If you're not watching the live stream, I just want you to know that uh, we have about a giant army of Wookies in the background of our Twitch stream. And they're all here to show their support for uh, Chewbacca this week and uh, the Shadow Order podcast. So, indeed, there's that. <laughs> we love Wookies. We love Wookies. All right. So, you ready to dive in? I think that uh, there's no better thing for us to do than just do the thing, just head first right into this. <laughs> Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Alright, well, I did a lot in Swoga this week. A whole lot. Aside from the obvious, which I am going to have so much to say about here in a little bit, I think we'll save it until we actually get to that topic. So, um, you know, my Wookiee stuff I am going to just put on hold. My new arena team, I'm going to put on hold, and I'm talking about that here in a little bit. But uh, I did some mod slicing. I sliced up a bunch of good mods. I've got a, uh, I've got a pretty sweet offense arrow that has nine speed on it that I'm working on slicing up. Uh, I finally got it to gold. It has like nine speed, like two and a half percent health, and 125 secondary offense. So I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, pretty pretty sweet i am i might be one of my next candidates to slice it might be the first non-speed arrow that i've sliced a six star 
Uh, I put some of the extra six-star mods that I'm not using in my current arena team because my current arena team is different than my old one, obviously. I moved those to Tarkin, and I had enough that I was able to add two speed to his ship, which is, you know, four six-stop mods on him. So I'm curious to see how that does. I actually just did that before the stream, so, you know, tomorrow I'll get an idea of how that actually holds up. Uh, God bless. Um... <laughs> the the bonus drops caused me to blow some serious crystals, and I made some pretty good progress on Bosk. Uh, I think he is 30 out of 100, and I think it was like a week ago, I had just got him to 5-star. So, I mean, I made some serious progress this past week, you know, doing all those nodes, refreshing nodes. Spending energy like crazy because of all the bonus drops. Uh, that bonus drops being better than actually farming those people's actual hard nodes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that was the great thing about it. The the Bosk node, his regular node, I was actually refreshing once or twice just because I was getting him and Ara Singh, and then I would go to the other nodes and just farm them like regular. Just so that I would be in striking distance of 7-star Bosk if I needed him. Hint, I did not need him. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much my weekend, Swaga. What about yours? Well, you know, I did also get Chewbacca. I'll, uh, I'll mention how... Uh, <laughs> I just checked my phone, and I'm sorry, Joy. My wife texts me from home. Apparently, she's watching and said, Wink really <laughs> likes to blow his crystals. So, good times. All right. Anyways, uh, yes. I got Chewbacca, and I'll talk about how much uh, Chewbacca I got later. So, But uh, I did get Chewbacca. Um, just for some people that are farming KOTOR tunes or kind of curious where I'm at with my Jolie and Bastille farm, I'm actually feeling pretty good about how far I've gotten the, the weeks they've been out. Uh, I do two refresh, one refresh a day, sometimes two, if one of them's behind the other one. And I'm currently 12 out of 85 on Joe Lee and 10 out of 85 on Bastila. So nice. They're, they're actually going pretty fast and I'm actually happy with it. Now, the problem for me now is I've added in Zalbar as a third hard node character to farm with them so it's going to be interesting how i divvy that up now probably no one's definitely getting a third or a second refresh or third pass through basically yeah again but man but that's where i'm at now so 10 out basically around 10 out of 85 for both of them and zalbar is what three out of 30 i think so yeah i just uh, started on zalbar haven't got him unlocked yet unfortunately you you started farming Jolie and Bessla at the same time, right? You weren't one of the people uh, that was because I went yes. balls out farming Bessla at first, just because I was using her in arena for a bit. So she's super close being finished, but Jolie is super far behind for me. Yeah, like they were both level one gear one when they were free released free to play for me. So I just started them at the same time. So I've been doing them side by side this entire time so you can tell i think i'll probably get about seven six to seven shards a day 
at the least. And as far as the farming calculator goes, that does it says it's about 32 to 38 days to get them to seven star doing it that way. So okay. with that number. So yeah, I feel like I'm on a pretty good track. So I'll just nice. keep uh, blasting away at that. I don't know what adding Zalbar is going to do to that, though. I did get L3 to six stars, and I don't refresh Cantina. Um, I just don't because of all the refreshes on hard nodes I use. But uh, L3 just got to six star, but I dropped her now and went for T3 mm-hmm. just because I like T3 more than Mission, and I'd rather have T3 at seven star first. So now I'm farming T3, Zalbar, Bastila, and Joe Lee, and I'll have to get Mission eventually just yep. to cover my bases for that, all these KOTOR rumors. I personally don't think anything's going to happen with the KOTOR thing, at least not soon, but uh, I'd rather not be, uh, I'd rather cover my bases than not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, the last thing is, as I've been doing over the last two weeks and still being nowhere near where I need to be, hint for later, uh, my Dengar is at uh, Dengar and Greedo is their gear nine, five out of six. I'm just waiting for stupid um, Mark F- or yeah, uh, stun gun salvage. Need stun gun salvage for Greedo to get him to gear 10. Dengar's waiting for some uh, thermal detonators that only come from the, the raid. It's just super annoying. They're at gear nine. Boba's almost to gear 11. I'm just waiting on one one piece, but I love Boba. it. Never seems to never seems to pop up in the uh, in the store. I got Zam to gear eleven, IG eight to eighty eight to gear eleven. I got Cad Bane to gear ten. So mine are all in a decent spot. I haven't beat. Well, yeah, I'll tell you about that later. Anyways, Sweet. mine aren't that great on my main account, but yeah. uh, I'll tell you what: gear twelve, Bosk, Dengar. Bleedo, or sorry, Greedo, <laughs> and uh, Boba mixed with a Gear 11 um, Cad Bane on my alt account. That worked out all right. So I can imagine. It sounds like it'd work out really well. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been doing, and that's, that's it's really, you know what, I tell you this much, right? How'd my week go in Swaga? Uh, my whole, so I went on the cruise, when I got back from the cruise, I worked day shift to teach a training class, and then I left to go to a training class. I haven't worked nights in a month now. Working days just throws everything off for me. Like I, I feel like I've really done nothing in Swaga for four weeks. But uh, <laughs> and there's been so much introduced in that time too. Oh, I know it's it's driving me nuts. Like I can't wait to go back on night shift and have everything go back to normal for me. Yeah. Changing schedules for me is like the worst thing in the world. I hate it. I don't know how you day shift people do that, but bring back my staying up all night, please. That's all (laughs) I want. I I don't shift schedules. I I don't do well at night. Um, There is one night a week in which I stay up past 11 o'clock, and it is this night. So, understandable. Podcast night is a good night to stay up. That's all I'm saying. That is true. Takes a little coffee and pre-workout, but I make it through. Um, (laughs) dude that's like okay so night shift they're like watches in the navy people would do pre-workout before watches and i swear to god i'd sit there and 
I'd sit there and like my watch standers would be sitting there bouncing in their seat <laughs> for like the first three hours of watch. The last three hours, they're like, yeah, that's the way it fall works. Fall into the side out of the chair. And I'm like, go get some more. I can't eat anymore. <laughs> I'm like, well, what are you thinking then? Yeah, that is uh, definitely true. Well, you, why don't you, you let, sing us into the podcast poll? All right. Well, um, we'll play some Thunder because I, I feel like Thunder would happen on like a Wookiee planet or something, maybe. How about we, this? This podcast poll has not been out that long, and you all brought the thunder, so... Oh, I see what you did there. I like it. Nice. I mean, short amount of time for this podcast poll, and you blew out the record for the amount of uh, responses, so I'm I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty happy with you guys. You did an an awesome job with this, so... Yeah, so um, we had 189 responses in, what, a matter of... Eight hours? Maybe it wasn't even that long. Six hours? No, I put it out like four o'clock. So like five hours, five okay. and a half hours. Dang. Yeah, five and a half awesome. hours, 189 people. So thank Very you impressive. to every one of you that share that uh, link with your friends and your guild and everything else. Because the more people we get, the better I think our our, our data is. And yep. uh, it's just fun. It's just a fun thing to do, right? It takes a few seconds, you know, fill out your own thoughts. And then yep. later on, you can hear how it went. So we're going for 300 responses next week. And we're going to make sure to get it out more than 24 hours before the podcast to make sure lots of people have chance to poll. But <laughs> this poll is absolutely awesome because clearly there's only one thing it could possibly be about. And that is Chewbacca. So let's go ahead and jump into the poll. Question one. Or actually, I should say. Question one. Have you beaten (laughs) the last tier of the Chewbacca legendary event? There were, let's see, 74 This pie looks hilarious, by the way. Yeah, it kind of looks like a bow tie or (laughs) a pizza that was only sliced twice. I don't know. Uh, You'll be able to to see this. I'll put it up on the website. So shadowor.com slash episode slash 117. You'll be able to go check it out. Uh, There'll be a link to the poll there. But uh, we had 39.2% of people that said, yes, hallelujah, on getting... (laughs) Beating the last tier of the Chewbacca event. Then there were three options for no. Uh, 11% were no, geared and ready, but bad RNG. Totally understandable. There was uh, 12.2% of people said no, don't have five bounty hunters at seven stars. And then there were uh, 71 people 37.6% that said, no, not geared enough yet. So uh, that, that's actually kind of um, a pretty good breakdown. I mean, I feel pretty like, mixed. I feel like as far as like what CG would target or if I were, if I were them, like this is kind of the breakdown you would probably want. Like you don't want everybody to get them. You probably want less than half of people to get them. But you want to still be achievable and allow those people to have an opportunity at it. So, you know, I'd say it's pretty successful. I'd actually say 39% actually beating the last here is pretty dang good. Uh, you know, so, yeah. You know, what's funny is I have two accounts. And I literally take up both sides of the bigger pieces of the pie between the two. So... 
<laughs> nice. Yep. Yeah. All right. What? Oh, Question two. There she is. <laughs> How difficult did you find the Chewbacca legendary event? Answer for tier seven if attempted. If not, answer for tier five or six, depending on the highest attempted. All right. So this is... Uh, this is basically what a one to ten scale based on how difficult you found it. Ten being the hardest, one being the easiest. Um, there were two point six percent people had a one. One point one percent said two. Four point two percent said three. One point six percent said four. Three point two percent said a five, which is you know kind of average. Two point six percent said six. And then the numbers start climbing quite a bit as we get into 8.5% said it was a 7. 28% said it was an 8 difficulty and 28% said it was a 9 difficulty. I think I said it, I thought it was about an 8. And then we had 20% say it was a 10. So uh, where did you come down on this one? I put 9 as well. So between me, between me and you, 8.5. Yep. Yeah, it was definitely not uh, not for the faint of uh, faint of geared bounty hunters. I found the nest event, or not the the bounty hunters challenge thing to get the nest shards. I found that to be more difficult than this legendary event, mainly because with the legendary event, I saw a path that I could beat it. With the nest event, like with my bounty hunters, it, it wasn't going to happen. So um, <laughs> that's the reason I was at an eight rather than a 10, um, you know, or a nine. I just kind of thought that that's kind of how it fell. But uh, yeah, it was definitely not an easy event. I mean, I, I thought it was far less frustrating than the Thrawn event just because you don't have all those waves to get through before you get to the actual <laughs> battle where you're going to lose. Um so oh, I thought yeah. that was a it big made, plus. The turnaround for attempts was is a lot faster in this than Thrawn because of the no extra waves with the ramping up of Ezra like they did that for. But yeah. even still it's just I don't know. It's it was it was I think it's a good difficulty. I just think that uh I don't know. It's rough. It's just rough. It is rough. And I've yeah. had those bounty hunters forever, but granted, I neglected them, so it's probably my fault that they're not completely ready. But uh, if it was Ewoks, I'd be totally ready. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so I did other things, and maybe uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. But uh, you didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> but I'll tell you this: those Ewoks have gone six for six on every every combat mission so far. So I can oh. Live with that. Oh, I got something to say about combat missions later because, like, they take, like, 30 seconds now, or at least one of them does, mm -hmm. which I'll explain later, but... Question I think three. I have a feeling. What? I was going to say, I think I have a um, feeling what you're going to say. Question three. What do what? <laughs> okay. Uh, which data three. did you... What Zeta do you focus on first if you did Zeta Chewbacca? And he has two Zetas, both of them unique abilities. One loyal friend, which is 
When Chewbacca deals damage to an enemy, Chewbacca and all guarded allies recover 3% health and 3% protection. That was 75% of people that was the one that people focused on. Or at least people that answered. There were 84 responses to this question. Um, and then Raging Wookiee, which is the one that makes him immune to ability block and cooldown increase, 25%, uh, a.k.a. 21 people uh, put that one. A.k.a. you don't have to stack him with tenacity so that Darth Nihilus doesn't uh, increase his cooldowns. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty um, good one. I think they're both really good. I, they, I do think that I would go with with loyal friend first. Yeah, uh, that's. I did them both immediately, but uh, if I yeah, had to I was choose, say, I have the, I have them, yeah. I have the Zetas to give. I just, yep, no. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick one or the other, I, I totally agree. Loyal friend is absolutely awesome. It's, a, I mean, it is. It's really good. I like it a lot. Um. All right. Question four. Question four. What gear level is your Chewbacca if unlocked? Uh, all right. So the largest portion of the pie, there were 181 responses on this part. The largest section of the pie was almost 40% of people that said gear eight or lower. There was 18% that did not even unlock. And then there were uh, almost 18% that said gear 9, 7.7% that said gear 10, uh, 7.2% that said gear 11, and then there were 9.4% of snobby people that had to brag about their gear 12 Chewbacca. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. We're uh, ready for him. Where it's did a lot you get... of saved gear or yeah well and ironically his gear is actually not that bad for the most part uh there there are a couple pieces that are kind of tough but i mean i think by legendary character standards not too bad yeah it's it's uh i remember gearing him on the test account and thinking the only really bad parts were when you got to gear uh 10 there were some on there and gear 11 yeah so Getting him to gear 10 is pretty, uh, there's not a lot of stepping stones that make it hard. Yeah, indeed. So. Um, all right. But this oh, last what, question. What gear level did you get yours to in your alt? I unlocked him this afternoon, and I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to gotcha. get everything set up today. So, Mine is currently gear one, so I put gear eight or lower. And my other one is also gear one because I'm still working on more stars. So. Makes sense. All right. Question number five. All right. Question number five. Have you been impressed with Chewbacca now that you've gotten your hands on the newest legendary character? 167 responses. There was 73% that said hard to say. And then there was only 5.4% that said no. I actually found that really surprising based on the way I've seen a lot of people talking that are just, that think Chewbacca is really underwhelming. And then there was 21.5% that said, yes, they are impressed with Chewbacca. 
I think that I'm well. This is what I hope because I have seen a lot of that talk as well, and it kind of it's. I don't know. I just think it's way too early to say no that he's not uh, good. Um. Yeah. So we'll see because we never know. The only thing you really need with him is you don't have to have this either. But Han to get an extra guarded person. But even if he's not with Han, he guards someone. So he's yep. good without Rebels. He's good with Rebels. You know, that it'll work out either way. He's good in the raid. He's good. Yep. My tests, he was good in Arena. And that was in an all-Rebel team. But we also got to think about this, right? We have no freaking clue what else is coming to this game, right? That's true. I you mean, know? people were really <laughs> underwhelmed whenever Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader were first reworked. There were a lot of people that were like, well, that's... They're not going to be great in Arena. They're not going to be meta. Uh, six months later, still in, like, Emperor Palpatine is still in the meta a lot. And Thrawn never left it. The dude yeah. is in everything. Yeah, he's, he's so, crazy. I mean, obviously, we don't. he doesn't have a fracture or, you know, things like that. But I think that there's, I think something's probably going to come along to go with Chewbacca that just adds to how good he is. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah, I totally agree. I I suspect that there will be something like that as well. Um, but I'm not entirely sure that he needs it right now because I still think he is awfully freaking good just the way he is with the characters that are currently in the game. And I highly doubt that we have even found the best team for him yet. So we will see. That's total speculation, but uh, we will see. So that pretty much does it for the poll this week where we had 189 awesome people reply. That was just awesome. I'm like I said, it was, thank you. We're going to break it next, break that record next week. But uh, yeah, if, if you want to get in on the poll, make sure you check out our discord, discord.me slash shattered order. We always post it there and we'll make sure and tweet it out next week. So twitter.com slash shattered order, follow us and you can check it out there. You ready for us next thing? Always ready. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. All right. There was an update, of course. New of characters. Course. Always updates when I'm That That is town. true. <laughs> when either of us go out of town. I was out of town whenever ships came out. You were out of town when mods <laughs> came out. Both of Classic. us on cruises when the two biggest things have come out this year. Crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what an odd coincidence. Yeah. Maybe I need to go on a cruise <laughs> soon. Make something new come out. Huh? Yeah. Hmm, who knows? All right. So I'm already planning uh, mine. <laughs> new characters, <laughs> Chewbacca and not character, but ship IG 2000. Uh, IG 88 ship. We're, we're not Can- really going to touch that this week. We'll, we're going to, I want to touch week. on one thing, but because I think not talking about it this week would be doing it a disservice. IG 2000 ship is a bounty hunter ship, but it's also something else. Do you know what that something else is? Uh, what? It's a droid ship. It's listed as a droid ship. And uh, one of the abilities mentions doing things for other droid ships it does there are are no droid ships ships that have droids droids as a pilot don't count i see nothing there are no droid ships so (laughs) 
I, you know, when I read that, I my first thought was, are we getting Grievous? droid ships soon? Are we going to mm. get a Grievous capital ship and rework? Because that, be that would be freaking amazing, man. We People have been wanting the Benevolence as a capital ship forever. I if mean, this was some any type of indication for that, that would be super awesome. So what chimera came a year ago and w- that was the last capital ship that was added we haven't seen a new capital ship since we've had mm-hmm. this complete revamp of ships and still no new capital ship i wouldn't be a bit surprised totally agree to see that ship come uh, what is the abil- what does uh that actually do do you know do you have that ability offhand what what it actually adds I do. Give me two seconds. All right. I have given you two two seconds. You'll probably get it to me faster. Are you on it? Yes, I am on it. I am just looking for the part about the droid ships. Um, All right. So the part about droid ships is what I am still trying to find on my phone. And I am almost there. Um, (laughs) Okay, here it is. This is his crew ability. At the start of each turn, the IG-2000 recovers 8% health. It also gains 8% offense for each debuffed enemy. Other droid allies gain half these amounts. So, um, the fact that they are including both a health recovery and an offense recovery kind of tells me that it's not just going to be a capital ship droid capital ship whenever it comes because obviously capital ships don't have health they do have offense though so i wouldn't be a bit surprised to maybe see general grievous's ship plus um i I don't know what is some other droid in the game that has a ship uh none really that i can think of off the top of my head but like it was i'd be more interested in a grievous rework that brought along like a a droid Eka, some B1s and those types of things, because then they could make those things pilot ships. And there's also, there's actual ships that are actual droids. So my real wonder is if they did bring those into the game, if they would bring in a ship for the first time that didn't need a pilot because it's actually its own pilot being a droid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Be interesting. But. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at all the droid characters, and I don't know which of these characters would actually have a ship. Uh, did mm. HK-47 have one? Uh, I mean, that that might be a possibility. Chopper already yeah. has a ship. L3 has a ship. I don't know about T3. IG-100, I wouldn't think so. B2, I wouldn't think so. K2SO are, already has a ship, I believe. Um, and then BB-8 and R2. I don't know. BB-8 um, I guess you he's not in post ship, so I guess you could give him a ship. I don't know what it would be. A flying ATAT or ATSD, <laughs> <laughs> like in uh, that, everyone's that favorite cool. TLJ. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, who knows? Uh, we'll see. Maybe that maybe that means that more droids are coming soon, or maybe it's just future proofing. But it seems kind of odd to add, specifically add uh, add synergy 
to a character in which it has literally no use. Um, it benefits him, <laughs> but that's it. So yeah, ver- it's, it's gotta be pointing to something. Indeed. So the other thing was a shard shuffle. There were a lot of shards moved around, which is kind of exciting. So mission vow, uh, is now going to replace Tuscan Raider in Cantina Battle 7A. That is a 16 energy node. T3M4 replaces Old Ben at Cantina Battle 6B. Zalbar is now going to Light Side Hard 5D, which I believe is a 16 energy node. It is. And then uh, also in Fleet Battles 3C, which is a 16 energy. And then also replaces Ahsoka Tano in Light Side Hard 5D. Oh, yeah. I already said that. But she, he replaces Ahsoka. So, uh, two places to farm Zalbar. Very interesting. Houndstooth now goes to the Mega Data Cards, Mega Fleet Mega Pack, and in shipments. Bosk now hits the Fleet Mega Shipments. Uh, Aura Singh is now in Chromium Packs and Shipments. Uh, what of this did you find most interesting? Um, well, I'm glad to see two new Cantina farms. I wish, kind of wish one of them went to, like, the Fleet Store or the Guild Store. One of those two. That would have been cool, but I'm glad yeah, two of them are more, uh, uh easier farms. I was kind of surprised that a third Knights of the Old Republic character went to hard nodes. But yeah, that's yeah. Um, so and so not just who, and not cheap hard nodes. Same same general area as the other ones. So all right. So I don't think the price has really changed. Who are all of the Knights of the Old Republic characters currently in the game? Uh, Mission Vow, Zalbar, T3, uh, Bastlashan, and Jolie, I think. Are, is Darth Nihilus, Treya, Sion, are they KOTOR as well? They are KOTOR. They're not listed as on the Old Republic tag, though. Oh, interesting. There's only, f- there's only those five listed under the Old Republic tag. Hmm, Okay. But those are all characters from... Oh, HK-47 is another one as well. Yes. Um, Okay. Interesting. So, I mean, people have been speculating like a Revan event for, you know, freaking forever. Uh, I think only these new five are light side. All all five of the new Knights of the Old Republic that have the Old Republic tag are light side. So they could be good candidates for maybe a villains type event or something along those lines. Um, well, now you know why I'm farming them so hard. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. Yes, I don't want to be left behind. I'm uh, actually gearing them as well, so it's working out all right. Sith Marauder, Assassin, and Trooper, some others that uh, people mention. And technically, the Triumvirate is apparently KOTOR 2, which, you know, I don't know that, apparently. Um, <laughs> so, all right, next thing. Uh, well, I should say, I, I think I should probably follow what you're doing as well and start focusing on these characters a little bit more just in case that actually ends up happening because I don't want to be left in the dark if, you know, some 
event like that comes along? Well, the problem was I really had to give up on on the smugglers. I kind of mm. just put them all on the back burner for them. For, well, so it's either that... one or the other. So what smugglers are really all that important and what do you really need them for? I mean, unless they could be needed be... for an event. That's what I'm saying, because all five or sorry, all six of the new solo characters are in that smuggler tag. That's why we were. Yeah. But I think that's much less likely than a KOTOR one. I don't know. Just... I'm excited. I'll have far less issues with the next smuggler event that comes up. You yeah, know, for sure. Chewbacca. Um. All right, let's go ahead and dig into these energy packs. Uh, they Dude, out... this was out of nowhere, wasn't it? it yeah, it was out of <laughs> nowhere, this... and it's a pretty good deal, too. Yeah, for sure. And it's not like it's every day, so it's not like you're you're having to do this every day. It's just once every... I think it's once a week. Uh, Thursday. Yeah, pretty much uh, once a week for the next three weeks, basically. So... Uh, basically, they have a pack in the store. It'll be available September 27th, which is already passed, October 1st, October 8th for both of these. And they're both 600 crystals. The regular energy comes with 900 energy, so it's basically the same as an 80 crystal refresh, uh, but you have to buy it in that big bulk. And then the Cantina energy, basically, I believe it was 640 energy, for 600 crystals, which come out to 112 and a half crystal energy refreshes if you buy it in bulk. So, once you, you know, if you're doing more than those, uh, the uh, the minimum uh, energy refreshes, which is the 50 regular and the 100 cantinas, if you do more than that, you're better off to kind of save those crystals and make sure that you buy these packs on those days just because you do get a much better return on your investment. Uh, so I highly recommend people buy these whenever they come around, especially yep. if you're panic farming or preparing for something. Dude, you're these better off are... spending this now than having to spend more later. I love these for um, hard nodes. And, it, and I think it yeah. pops up on hard node day. I think oh, it's actually it? on hard node day. So it might have been on purpose in that way too. So to really help you out, sure. If I'm wrong, then, you know, shoot me in the foot. But the, I think this is on hard node guild day. So if you buy it at night, once it hits hard node time, and you use this on hard nodes and spend some refreshes and just go all out on your hard node farms, this is going to be good for not only you for shards, but for your guild for the, energy spent because 900 energy on hard nodes is a pretty big chunk of that that guild uh event so yeah yeah Indeed. these are these are i saw the the six 600 crystal cost on these and i re immediately wondered you know how good of a deal it was and it actually turns out that they're actually pretty good so yeah indeed i am if i uh... weren't buying lots of bounty hunter gear right now then i would probably be buying these yeah that's totally understandable that's probably what i would be doing as well um yeah they're uh they're pretty awesome deal and i certainly bought them and i am broke as all get out uh i mean i've had like 
three to four thousand crystals consistently for a while, and then I dipped down a little bit below that for mod salvage, and then I kind of started getting back up, and then this week happened, and today I had a hundred crystals left. It was very disappointing. <laughs> Just crazy. You know, it's um, this has been a very crystal heavy uh, week for me. So yeah. Doesn't show signs of stopping I, for the next five days, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do my very best to get to where I need to be. Yeah, we'll get to that here in a second. So the other things that were corrected this week were bug fixes. Uh, this first one is huge. Uh, Sabine's cooldown for Dark Saber Strike has been adjusted to be two. It, there was an issue there a while back where it got pushed up to three, and... You know, if you run the P2 team that I run, the Wumpage team, uh, yeah, it, you know, it, that, that's kind of important. That makes a really, really big difference. So, yeah, this is definitely a good thing that they have fixed that. Somebody, I cannot remember who it was. This just came to me. I was going to mention this a while back. Somebody sent me a screenshot of their team that they did in Phase 2, and they got like 6.2 million. It was crazy. I was like, Dang. that is absolutely awesome. Uh, so I, to whoever that was, I apologize. I cannot remember who it was, but uh, yeah, that was absolutely legit um, and super impressive. Uh, the other thing is just, the this was kind of odd. Jedi Temple Guard now has the Galactic Republic tag. <laughs> so who would be the opposite of the Galactic Republic? Who's on that side? Is it the the separatists, right? Uh, yeah. So that's rhetorical. Anyways, it's the separatists. So, what is General Grievous? Separatist. Uh, let's see where huh. you're going. Things just keep small things just keep popping up and kind of putting them all together. Seems like something might be coming for that uh, separatist slash. Old Republic tag because why 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 suddenly do we need Jedi Temple Guard? Or so that's that's Jedi Temple Guard. Yeah, so it's not who I'm thinking of. I was thinking of Jedi Knight Guardian. Oh, uh, but okay, well, that makes a little okay. No, but th this actually kind of proves your point even more. Is the Jedi Temple Guard, which is a character you can't even play. It's it's the little dude in one of those events that we just had that is mm -hmm. you know kind of difficult to kill. Um, like, are we about to get a separatist that has anti-galactic republic synergy or something? That would, you or know a what? capital we, ship or a capital ship with anti-galactic republic synergy. There has been a lot of, uh, well, I hope they wouldn't put a Jedi temple guard in a ship. That'd be weird. He's like, well, I'm going to no. leave the temple. No, I know what you're saying. I'm just think that's, that's funny. That's fair. But, but, but like. There's been word or belief of a, a separatist rework for a long time because they really have no synergy at all. Same with the Galactic Republic. But, you know, Dooku and uh, Grievous are, you know, separatists, Newt's a separatist, all those ones. And the, the, the talk has always been around the separatists getting the rework first. So fine-tuning fine Galactic Republic npc or you know playable in ways you gotta wonder if they're doing this to get ready for something with the separatists mm. and I, I i i don't 
things right now for me and you are very blurry this way, but the yes, thinking ahead of what could be coming, separatists does seem like something that could be, especially with the IG88 or IG88 ship with the droid synergies. There's just a lot of weird little little things going on. And that's the only reason I called that out was because I saw Galactic Republic tag and wondered why they would even need to play with that. Indeed. Very odd. Hmm. Yeah. So interesting. All right. So um I'm sure uh you guys know what this music is for. That's some good music, ain't it? I love it. Alright, so uh we wanna we wanna give give some stuff away. How about that? Um here's what we're gonna do. We've done this before. We were trying to think of a way in which we could give something away tonight, quickly, easily, just for simply being in the live stream. Hanging out with us, there's a chance to win something. Right now, up here you know you in my like head, that I, I, you know what, I'm actually going to get the board out and write it down so y'all don't think I'm cheating. But I am going to write down a number. It is going to be between 1 and 100. The first person to write this number in the live chat is going to win the awesome Yeti streamer bundle that we mentioned on Twitter the other day. Yes, so Wink's going to need to Discord to this me so I can look out for it. Indeed. That, <laughs> that 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 is a really good idea. I did not think I did not even think of that. So <laughs> the other thing that we have going on is uh, we are going to, or we are doing a normal blue giveaway that we do every you know every so often, typically every month. Uh, all you have to do is go to our Twitter, twitter.com/shatteredorder. Go there, retweet our tweet about tonight's live stream and you will be entered for a drawing or actually you won't be entered for a drawing but uh you, you guys can actually stop. win yeah you guys can yes. stop it's already over wow it's already over yep. you can you can keep going if you want don't you know what totally fine for you to keep going but i already Holy know who crap. the is yep i know it was literally picked too. within like the first eight numbers so ridiculous yeah um I, I like what zara did there big deal and zara both picked 12 because that's pretty i mean i am an aaron Rodgers fan that's not a bad idea however <laughs> um uh you packers fans if you remember jeff Janis, who used to be on the team it's his number that's not why i picked it that just happened to be random but the number was 83 in which chicken bottom guessed Chicken first. Bottom is the winner. Indeed. So uh, hit me up on Discord, and I will tell you what information I need and uh, give you your options, because there are a lot of options of free stuff you can get from Blue Designs. Uh, oh, by the way, here's the number. Just so y'all know, I wasn't bluffing the 83. Uh, yeah, <laughs> People are going to so... be like, I saw a 9, and I saw an 11. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, yeah, awesome. Congrats. And also congrats to whoever ends up winning on Twitter. So, you know, uh, 
I, I will probably pull the name for that right after this live stream because it's promoting this live stream. So make sure you yeah. go retweet it. So if you, wanna, if you, if you still want a chance at this, you better go find that tweet and retweet it right now. Yeah. And if you're listening to the podcast and not the live stream, well, it's it's too late. We mentioned this earlier today. That's why we did it. So awesome. And last week. So there and last we week. said last Indeed. week to watch Twitter. And there it was. Yep. So uh, thanks to everybody in the live chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, it's always fun. And we love you guys hanging out with us so that we can give you free stuff. Um, you ready for this next topic? Hold on one second. So first off, Fast and Weird wanted to know what the prize was. Oh. Oh. Did that, we even talk about our awesome point. sponsors yet? We We should tell more about the prize yes give me one second and i will pull up the information about the prize because it is awesome um so before he says that if you want any of these cool prizes and you want to just buy them yourself bluedesigns.com has a bunch of awesome products really great microphones i mean i'm in a hotel right now using my yeti mini or sorry yeti nano and this thing is just awesome perfect for traveling perfect for your house perfect for everything because it's just got a good price and it's just a really good microphone but it works really well for me being here and not having to pack my yeah my uh spark in there it's perfect but so if you want to get involved with blue and their awesome stuff these bluetooth headphones are amazing for flying and everything like that with the power power bump bumper and the uh noise canceling freaking awesome mm-hmm. but the BlueDesigns.com, if you put an SO pod while you check out, you'll get 20% off. So one-fifth of the whole order is just off the top. So go what check out. Oh, totally. Especially for such high-quality equipment. However, you ready to hear what that Yeti streamer bundle is? This is, yeah, what is just it? awesome. Uh, all right, you, you can go buy the Yeti streamer bundle bundle keep your eye out uh you can go to our twitter we retweeted it not too long ago you can go check that out but uh what it comes with is it contains the yeti microphone in midnight blue which is gorgeous plus you get six months of premium access to both xsplit and overstream an all-in-one graphics overlay system for your stream and, uh, you know, on this... our stream, when I have the stuff pop up every time we get a new follower or every time there's a new sub or every... all that stuff that's normally there when I'm not in a hotel room, all that stuff is uh, is done by overlay systems. And they're giving you six months of it for free with this bundle. So it's perfect. Now, if you didn't win it, they still sell the bundle. And uh, there's a lot of places you can get it. So if you're interested uh, actually... in it. It is a Best Buy exclusive. That's where it is. I knew it was somewhere. But but. you can get it online or in the store. And there are Best Buys everywhere. Yeah, so you can get it lots of places. Yeah, so if you're looking to stream, you want to get into streaming, this is an awesome bundle to start with. Because A, you get an awesome microphone, and B, you get two awesome products for six months to get that started. So, Indeed. All right. Paper zombie. I mean, not so paper anymore, right? Uh, not so much. Yeah, they uh, they they made things a little bit different, to say the least. Yeah, I'm actually. I really like it, and I'm also still very confused by it. 
So I need your the, help the, to uh, break this down a little bit. I can see. I guess what I'm still missing in this is how she dies. Ends up how is she ends up dying? Okay, we'll we'll get to that because that whole mechanic they threw out the window and are completely changing. So mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be interesting to say the least. Um, all right, so they didn't really change anything at all on her basic. Her basic is the exact same. Her special one, which is feed, which deals physical damage target enemy, and if Night Sister Zombie has full health, dispel all debuffs on her with three turn cooldown. Now the final upgrade for this ability adds all Night Sister allies recover twenty percent of Night Sister Zombie's max health. This is obviously really big for like a Phase Four team in which. Healing is important. Um, This, I mean, 20% of her health, that actually gives you a reason to want to gear her up because, obviously, 20% health can be a pretty big difference. So that is nice having an additional healer. Now. Yeah, you got to figure out whether or not you want to sacrifice the turn meter reduction on basic or if you really need the heal but it adds another layer of options in that team for sure. And just having another healer in that team, one that's always always there in the first place, that's a really good upgrade, I think. Indeed. All right, so her first unique is, or her previous only unique, is Endless Horde, which unlocks at gear level 2. And the final text for the fully upgraded ability is... At the start of each encounter and at the end of her turn, Night Sister Zombie gains taunt for one turn. Whenever Night Sister Zombie is defeated, while any other Night Sister allies are active, she is revived with 100% health, which can't be prevented. That has always been there. Everything from this point forward is entirely new. If Night Sister Zombie survived damage from an enemy attack since her last turn, she gains 50% speed stacking at the start of her turn. When Night Sister Zombie is defeated, she loses 50% speed stacking. These effects are neither buffs nor debuffs and combine for a maximum of plus 100% or a minimum of negative 100% speed. If Night Sister Zombie is defeated while at negative 100 speed from this effect she cannot be revived so basically what this means is um if kind of depends so they're basically you know she can be at negative 100 speed negative 50 percent speed her basic speed which is right in the middle plus 50 percent speed or plus 100 percent speed so there are five different speed categories that she can kind of fall into and whenever she dies she drops down a tier so her essentially if she dies twice in the beginning you know without surviving a turn she will get to the negative 100% speed and she cannot be revived that's a problem with the zombie it's worth noting as well, just kind of from a UI perspective, this is the first stacking ability that actually has a icon to show you how many stacks it has. 
Really? I had not noticed that. Please yes. tell me more. Oh, so there's a picture kind of like of a zombie with some some speed trails coming out of it, and it's green when she's got plus speed. And if it's if she's at a hundred percent, it'll have a two above it. If she's only at fifty, it'll have the one. And then if she's at negative fifty, it'll be red and have a one. If she's at negative hundred, it'll be red and have the two above it. So you can always tell. You don't have to keep track yourself. Thank God of when your zombie is going to die forever. There are buffs above her head for all of these that you can actually see, you know, where she's at with her, her her buffs for this. Yep. So it is super useful because if you had to keep track of this in your head, it would just going back and forth over and over would just be completely insane. It's incredibly important because, uh, yeah, like I said, in, in the beginning, if she dies three times, I think I said two though a second ago, which is wrong. Thanks, yeah. chicken bottom. Yep. Um, she <laughs> dies three times because she would go from zero to negative 100 to negative 50 down to negative 100 on the second death. And then it would be the third death that she would not be able to revive from. So it's incredibly important to know where her speed's at. So uh, this is a very interesting mechanic for sure. And it... M- it forces you to want her to stay alive and not just keep getting smacked down because my gear seven zombie, I mean, she can die three times with, you know, three straight tray attacks or scion attacks or whatever. And it's not that uncommon, especially with the old, um, modding strategy of a really fast zombie with no health. So yeah. they're go- she's going to get her taunt pretty quickly. And die. And, you know, going to have another turn pretty quickly and be in the same boat unless she's geared well enough that she can survive those attacks, which Paper Zombie is built to die. So that's not going to be the case. You're not going to be getting the plus speed on a Paper Zombie. You're going to be getting a lot of minuses. Yeah, because she has to actually survive an attack and last to her next turn in order for the speed to stack. So... You you definitely need survivability on her, which is pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Definitely cool. This is entirely new. They added a new unique ability, Undying Sacrifice. This unlocks at gear level 10. Which is the first character ability, I think, that unlocks that late in a gear level. But it makes yes. perfect sense for the character. Yes, 100%. And I think this is a really good way to encourage people to gear her up. You know, um, I definitely think, you know, a gear level lock is probably a pretty good idea for characters that generally have incentives to not gear. Um, But the base ability, you know what? Not even going to deal with that. We're just going to go to the final text, final ability, and go from there. All right, final text is... Night Sister Zombie can revive after being defeated at negative 100 speed from Endless Horde. The first two times another Night Sister ally is defeated by an enemy attack, they are revived, recover 100% of Night Sister Zombie's max health, and Night Sister Zombie is defeated. When Night Sister Zombie is defeated by this effect, she loses all protection, dispels all negative speed effects from Endless Horde and revives with 50% turn meter. This effect does not trigger Endless Horde speed reduction. So, 
This basically reinstalls what they took away from Night Sister Zombie in a way. Um, it, it that's there what are I things, thought. It is a little bit different mechanic with the do what. So that's what I how I thought it worked. Is that this brings back the I'm never dying part of it? Yes, Pr- pretty much. Um, so, uh, yeah, gear 10, gear 10 gets her back to where she can just die and die and die and not be an issue. But she also can revive night sisters the first two times they die. So this is really useful, especially, um, you, you know, in phase four, this is going to give you so much more flexibility as far as, um, I should say, being a little bit sloppy with uh, Daka's heals. You don't have to worry so much about having her heal or revive available. If, you know, Talia or Mother Towson or someone dies, they come right back the first two times. And if mm-hmm. you're already running that team, um, this should actually allow for more consistency with that team. What totally agree, and I think that it's. I think the ability makes sense to lock it at that point, but this ability mixed with the addition to the, her special, give you big incentives on gearing her up now. Um, yeah, because the the revives you get the revives at gear ten, you have the, um, the heal of twenty yep. percent of her max health on the special, and it's based on Ob- zombies' health. Yeah, so, so as, as if um, the higher gear you have or the more health they're going to be revived with. And 100% of Zombie's health. Well, Zombie's a tank, so I would hope you'll be able to get her to a point where if anyone died and got revived, they would get, you know, they would be all max health again immediately. So... Yeah. This, it's just, it's just better now. And I've seen, I've seen... I can't recall it off the top of mind, so I'll just call it out. If you go to Reddit, there is a really, really good post about the Night Sister zombie changes and what they mean for uh, the Phase 4 team, for the Phase 3 team, and for the arena. And it pretty much goes over all, all of those facets and what it means for them. And for the most part, everything they list is good. Now, this came from some of the uh, leaders from the Night Sisters Discord. But they go over it perfectly. Now they they do talk about some negative things. Like there's there's a few things that are bad, but it's overall with this rework from the guys that are totally into Night Sisters and theorycraft them all the time. They really like this change. So it's 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 a good one. And I think it's actually and like I said back in the day when they announced they were gonna change the character, she needed a reason to be geared should never get punished for gearing a character. So this now gives yep. a reason to gear her without taking too much away from what she did and where she did it. Now, phase three teams uh, take a little bit longer now to set up. They're not as easy to set up with the Night Sisters now, but that is the, I think that was the one negative that they mentioned, that it just took a little bit longer to set up as opposed to... Uh, being as easy to set up as it was before. But otherwise, 
pretty much everything about the rework is a is a positive direction. So, and I had a gear ten zombie on my alt already, so I was stoked that uh, I already had the the one I had thought I had geared too far is actually already in a place that's good for that character, especially for territory war defense and things like that. Not defense, offense, mm -hmm. but you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, for sure. So I'm going to have to get to work on my zombie. Uh, but yeah, I think this is really, really awesome. I like these changes a lot. I think that, I think this is probably actually a benefit to the triumvirate raid. I think they said this prevents, prevents the Darth, uh, Darth Nihilus solos in phase four, but I think for most people, it will create more consistency as for what it does in arena and territory wars. Um, I think this is, I, I think you probably want a more geared zombie in those. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, oh, I don't sure. really see where the downside is, except you're not going to be sol soloing Darth Nihilus now, and I'm okay with it. Um, I think this is a good change. I think in the spirit of the character and what what we expect the, with the way gear levels work, I think this was actually a really good idea. It's really well done, and um, I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah, the only not thing happy I that I have of... to gear her now, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The only thing I can think of spirit character wise that would have been really interesting is if she got if she got weaker with every revive revive. Yeah, because th it that seems was like if you someone had to too. be brought back from the death dead over and over, you'd think that at some point the one thing being brought back would just be so terrible that uh I That's don't know. a good point. But it just gets weaker and weaker. Yeah. Definitely interesting change. Definitely cool. So All right. Um, are you ready to talk about the... It wouldn't be the man of the week. I guess he'd be the Wookiee of the week. Wookiee of the week. Well, unless it's Zalbar, he's going to be the Wookiee of the week every week. So, Because there's only That's, two Wookiees. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of Wookiees. It's just... They all have the name Chewbacca in them, except for one. Yeah, true, um, true. All right, legendary Chewbacca. Yeah, it's uh, finally time. I'm so excited to talk about him. Uh, I say we just dig right into his kit and then start talking about him from there. Sound good? Sounds good to me. I got him up all on right. the screen. Looking all awesome. Oh, nice. So yeah, he looks pretty sweet. Uh, unit name, Chewbacca. Alignment, light. Categories, Scoundrel, Rebel, Attacker, Smuggler. He's a mighty Rebel attacker who guards the weakest ally. Abilities. His basic ability, Overcharged Shot. Super simple and to the point. Deal physical damage target enemy and inflict tenacity down for two turns. That's it. You know, it's funny. Is when we first got to see the character kit, if you read the first two abilities, they're really not that impressive until you start Very getting into yeah. still you start getting into the the uh uniques. The uniques. And then you realize, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. 
Uh, special one is Pulverize that has a four turn cooldown. Final text. Dispel all buffs on all enemies, then deal physical damage to all enemies. Chewbacca gains offense up and crit chance up for two turns. This attack ignore this attack ignores defense. This this is a really good ability. Uh, I mean, a mass dispel is always very welcome, say, especially whenever it comes with offense up and ignores defense. Uh, yeah, sign me up. Well, I mean, there's a lot of characters that will dispel and not even do damage. This one dispels and this does deals damage as well. So mm-hmm. it's a two for in one ability. So it's kind of the kind of a three for, but because of his unique, which we'll get to in a second. The animation is just outstanding. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. look at yeah. how freaking strong does Chewbacca have to be to destroy the floor like there, he's like a beast shatters the floor beneath whoever he hits it's awesome yeah yeah it's uh pretty sweet and then his second special where I mean he just smacks the holy snot out of somebody it is called furious bowcaster final attack still physical damage target enemy and stun them for one turn then, if target has no protection, reset Pulverize's ability cooldown. This attack cannot be evaded. I he, always love a, an ability that cannot be evaded. Especially one that stuns. <laughs> especially when it stuns, yeah, because that's the thing with Foresight is, you you know, you, it's, you can't really do anything to him, but no, now you can stun him. Pretty sweet. For sure. Now, stop BB-8 from freaking. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he is incredibly annoying for sure. All right, so unique Uno, loyal friend. This is with the Zeta ability, which we kind of mentioned earlier, but at the start of battle, Grant Guard. To the weakest ally and Han Solo until Chewbacca is defeated. Chewbacca assists when a guarded ally uses any ability during their turn. Dealing 20% less damage, limited once per turn. When Chewbacca deals damage to an enemy, he and all guarded allies recover 3% health and 3% protection. Guard. Can't be critically hit, immune to daze and stun... Plus 25% crit chance. So, in regards to the legendary event, this is why you, if you can't kill Chewbacca, do your best to stun him. Cad Bane does this very well. Stun him so that yes. Leia and Han aren't calling him in to just claw you to death on every move they make. Yep. Because he does pretty good damage. However, it's his second unique that really makes his assist super annoying. And that is Raging Wookiee, which is Chewbacca is immune to ability block and cooldown increase. When Chewbacca deals damage to an enemy, he deals bonus damage equal to 20% of their max health. When Chewbacca takes damage from an attack, he gains plus 25% offense and plus 25% crit chance until the end of his next turn. When Chewbacca or a guarded ally takes damage from an attack, 
reduce Furious Bowcaster's cooldown by one. That 20% of their max health is basically an expose that immediately gets triggered. That is incredibly annoying when he's assisting 40% of the team. Yeah, or, you know, Han, who's already just destroying you with his huge attacks twice. Exactly. And then you, it's, so you can't daze or stun Han, which are basically the only two ways to make him not counter. Mm-hmm. Um, Han also has the plus 25% crit chance. And, oh yeah, you can't critically hit Han Solo. Yeah. Um, he, he does a really good job at protecting Han and making Han a lot more viable and greatly increasing the amount of time he can survive. Um, something else that's really cool about the critically hit thing. I've been seriously considering modding my team so that old Ben is guarded. How in the world? You would have to not mod him. No, actually, he's not as tanky as you would think. It's actually pretty easy. When I first set my team up, that's the way it was. And then I quickly changed it. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, once he taunts, like, you can't crit him? Like, that's kind of awesome. But other than that, you are just kind of wasting some stuff. Because, one, he doesn't go very often. And he doesn't need crit chance. So a lot of the other stuff in there is kind of wasted. So just um, load him up with tenacity and uh, defense and as least yeah. amount of health and protection as you can and see what happens. Hey, that's not a terrible idea. Yeah. There are ways to make your guy tankier without it being health and protection. That is true. And defense is a great way to do it, especially with the, uh, you know, with the reworked mod set bonuses. So uh, the synergy that they put on here is the team that I am currently running in arena. And this was the first team that you jumped on to test in, in the uh, test account. And mm-hmm. that is a commander Luke Skywalker lead with R2D2 old Ben Chewbacca and Han Solo. And that team is awesome. Which if you ran a, CLS lead in the past, you should have geared up pretty well to be ready for the team. Yeah. Now, this is a team... So, mine... I keep saying this, and we were talking about people not sure yet of whether they really liked his kit and how good he was in Arena and all those things. And a lot of people have been saying that, you know, Treya walks over this team, so it's all just uh, offense wins everything. There's really no defense thing. I don't know what how I had my team modded. I know your arena team was modded the same way you had it on your regular account. And you were still having trouble with my team. So I don't know what people were seeing or are seeing that you didn't see when you fought me, but it, it, it can work. So, I mean, I don't know. I've had, there's somebody in my arena. So, Right, I mean, I put this team in as soon as I unlocked Chewbacca. I think I was the first person in my arena, actually, to put Chewbacca in. And, you know, I've had a lot of people testing my team. Today, you know, I've had him in well over a day. I dropped 
to the mid-20s, which is the same place I was dropping with Treya previously. And I've talked to a lot of people that are, I mean, there are people testing my team. Like, people are obviously going to be testing it, seeing what it can do, see how Treya does against it. And uh, one person specifically was giving me feedback. Even, it was Treya-led team with Nest on it. At least I'm pretty sure it was Ness. Hold on, let, let me verify because it could have been Thrawn. Let me let me make well, sure. Well, all our tests with your account and mine against yours were with the Nest instead of Thrawn. Yes, that is correct. Let let's see here. Um, yeah, okay. So his team was Thrawn. It was a Treya lead with uh, Thrawn, Darth Nihilus, Darth Sion, and Sith Trooper. Um, he actually has Emperor Palpatine in at the moment instead of Sith Trooper, which probably did to help with this team because so that was incredibly frustrating just because the number of AoEs that you almost have to do along with the counterattacks from the entire team, the built-in expose that Chewbacca has in his unique ability, it does 20% health, that kind of makes... Uh, Darth Nihilus pretty easy to take care of. I mean, Darth Nihilus really isn't a problem. Part of the problem is he stacks up so much health that you can't kill him with standard attacks because he has health steal. But with Chewbacca, it's really it's it's a non-issue pretty much. Um, it is. I mean, I don't. I don't understand. Like, I've seen a lot of people saying that, you know, it's awful on defense. I, I don't think it is. I think if you mod it properly, it's pretty good on defense, actually. Um, unpopular opinion. Unpopular for opinion, this? yes. The event is hard, and not everyone, I don't think, is going to get him seven star. That, so, is, that is definitely true, too. I think people that aren't going to get him seven star want him to be bad and will latch on to anything that's negative that's against said about him and say he's not good. Yeah. I'm not probably, I don't, I don't have high hopes on my main that I'm going to get him seven star. I'm going to try my best, but you know, it does make me salty in a way, but you know, I can see people that aren't going to be able to get there even with decently gear 10 above characters that just still can't do it being mad and not wanting him to be good just because they can't get him. I'm not saying everyone's like that, but I will say that oh, that is a thing that happens when people can't grab something. They will grab onto anything negative said about him and to say that they didn't need him. And the same, let me just put an example. The same thing happened with RJT. Everyone that didn't get her the first time around, for the yeah. longest time, people said RJT was not good. Just not yep. a good character. It doesn't matter. Like, well, oh, this is her kit? Her her kit's terrible. Yeah, yeah. okay. And then look what happened. Like, People still run her in arena. So Yes, they do. It's it's just um it, it we're a few days into it. Things this happens every and, time. I'm like we yeah. said, it happened with Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader as well. Like this it happens all the time. Um there I'm sorry, I one, I've tested it and I am pretty confident saying that this team can do pretty damn good on defense against Treya teams. 
it is an incredibly good team on offense. I can I can plow through a Treya team in about 45 seconds. Uh, I've done it a little bit faster a few times. I mean, it does. It literally completely melts them. You can pretty much take out Treya, Sion, Darth Nihilus within a couple attacks. I mean, it's it works really, really well. Um, and you do have to mod it properly. Um, it, you know, how you mod the team matters. So uh, <laughs> just like with every team, I mean, wow. who to thunk it? Surprise breaking <laughs> content right there. And you know, you, you have to use the proper mods on the characters. It's, you know, the same with, I've seen Treya teams that suck too, because people don't mod them properly. And I love finding those. Those are the best. <laughs> How did they you get not. up here? I don't know, but I'm happy you did. Please be my stepping stone. A hundred percent. And <laughs> so, so specifically in the CLS lead with R2, Han, Chewie, and old Ben, um, I'll go ahead and go through my general modding strategy for this team, and you can kind of tell me what you think. So my CLS is, I have him as fast as I can make him under these parameters. Uh, crit damage set with crit damage triangle. That's it. That's that's pretty much my only requirements. Um, as far as the circle and the plus, I lean more towards health or protection. Either one, it doesn't particularly matter because he he can recover both of those. Um, probably lean more towards protection in general because of the fact that he has counters. If you're facing Treya leads. Anytime you attack out a turn, you take damage equal to 35% of your health. So there is some strategy to mitigating the amount of health that all of your characters have as a whole, just so that you are taking less damage. Because it's not damage directly to your health, it is damage equal to that. So um, if you can stack up a big protection pool and a smaller health pool, you will be taking less damage you know, possibly over the same amount of total uh, HP as you would if you modded differently. So that's just something to kind of consider, especially with Chewy. Uh, you know, he does have the you know three percent protection and health recovery if you have the Zeta on him. But Chewy, he he assists a lot. I mean, if you have Han, very first thing right off the bat, very first attack, he's taking damage because he's assisting on Han's ability in the first um by the way i i i i faced another cls team and i was like my han got to go first i was like oh great idea i'll stop han from you know attacking me first stupid because guard it it doesn't work so Are you talking? I cannot hear you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so basically, yeah, I know, right? New microphone. Still working out the kinks. The So basically you shot him and Chewbacca assisted. Then he countered and his Chewbacca assisted, right? I don't remember if he countered. It's or not did you actually stun? It's no. It did not stun him because you can't stun him because of guard. Oh, but right, right, he right. has a 85% counter chance. 
So, so we didn't. So, re- if we didn't counter, that's a good thing because you would have got smacked in the face twice. Because he assists on yeah, counters, right? <laughs> does he assist on counters? I can't uh, no, no, he does not assist on counters. That is the one thing. He only assists on that character's turn, which is, okay. you know, because yeah. Han gets the free turn at the beginning, he can assist there, but he will not assist on counters. Um, that would just be too out of control with Han. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, I mean, it is it is such an awesome team. So, like I said, CLS I have for crit damage and speed. If you want to go entirely speed on CLS, that's totally cool because Commander Luke Skywalker, he can heal himself. He gives turn meter to everyone, so the more often he goes, the more turn meter he gives to everyone. And whenever he goes, you can have Chewie assist if you have him modded properly, uh, as in being the weakest character of the team, which is pretty easy to do. Um, So there's definitely a good argument for a speed set on Commander Luke Skywalker. And I may actually test that just because, you know, Chewie coming in is obviously awesome. Uh, then I have R2, super fast, and I have a ton of protection on him. I have three protection primaries on him for the reason I stated. I want to give everyone as much protection as possible while spreading as little health as possible. That way, the damage mitigation is much less from that Trey lead. Um, and then, you know, you kind of have Chewie doing his AoE and all that awesome stuff. Uh, he's, he's fairly fast. Um... I have, he's gear all the way through gear 12 and a half, and he has one gear 12 plus piece. Um, as soon as I get the next piece, oh yes, he will absolutely be getting it. But um, <laughs> my Han my Solo, he is modded to 222% crit damage. I have a sliced triangle on him, and he has three offense primaries. So the square, the triangle, and the plus. Total... I totally see an argument for putting like some protection and stuff like that on him just because he is squishy. But I think with the crit immunity, he can survive long enough to cause some serious problems, especially whenever he's countering and due to the fact that he gains turn meter. Um, Whenever he uses his first special, he immediately gets to go again uh, or he should because he's getting a ridiculous amount of crit chance. He has 20%. R2 gives him 10 Chewie gives him 25. So, I mean, he has 55% crit chance stacked onto him. So, I mean, he has a ton of crit chance in this team, which is obviously super fun. Um, And then Old Ben, I just kind of have going as fast as I possibly can while still being kind of tanky because the earlier you can remove turn meter, the better. He has no Zetas, and I am seriously considering one of those Zetas, maybe both, but I don't have enough Omegas. So, yeah, that's a problem. (laughs) Which is so backwards. Yeah, it kind of is. (laughs) So, uh... So what do you think about that team? Because I know you've used it against Treya. What what are your what are your thoughts? So on offense, I think the hardest part for me, the one the most often I lost on offense was with uh if Chewbacca got stunned. Because Chewbacca can still get stunned, it's just the guards 
The ones that are yes. guarded can't get stunned. So if Chewbacca got stunned, mm -hmm. there wasn't enough damage to kill Nihilus before uh, Sion had taunted everyone, basically. Or at least taunted enough people that yeah. you couldn't just go right at Nihilus. So he just stayed yep. alive. So the team's really good. You just got to, like I said, you probably want tenacity on Chewie for that that one issue in that team. That's a good point. I do like that, actually. Because if Chewie gets Chewie gets stunned, it's 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 probably trouble. a fifty fifty. If he doesn't get stunned, you you're gonna kill Nihilus, and the next thing you know, you're just rolling through the rest of them. So, actually, if really Chewie like gets that idea, but if Chewie gets stunned, you're not gonna take out Nihilus first, and then he's just gonna go hog wild. So. I really right, so like that team. I think it's a lot right of fun. now. I have an offense uh, plus on Chewie that is mm -hmm. sliced. Um, you know, I kind of loaded him up with offense just for the fact of how much he assists. However, if you do go with that strategy that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. maybe go with a fast CLS. You could go with a decently high tenacity on Chewie, and maybe go with an offense arrow on him tenacity plus that could actually be pretty effective just you know because obviously he gets called in a lot and he's being given turn meter uh, that would i mean that's another really effective way to mod chewy i think yeah I like for sure it. and i think that's what i did on my test account where that was giving you problems yeah so yeah because i mean yeah he, he can be a very big problem and uh, what's really awesome is like when Darth Nihilus uses his AOE and then he just gets freaking mauled by everybody. Oh, it's so awesome. Gets mauled by everyone and only at the most reduces the cooldowns. Well, that's with the Zeta. Four. A four at the most. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's a great, that's another really big benefit to Chewie is he is the only character in the game that it's impossible for Darth Nihilus to steal the cooldowns from. So, I mean, that that can make a really big difference whenever well, you're talking about an entire match just because whenever... when It's pretty easy to put the trade team in a spot where you get the five-turn cooldown decrease, uh, you know, on that AoE. And if you're not getting that, it, it can delay Annihilate by eternal two. So it and then, is, it can be really big. But the other part to it is just if, especially not under a trail lead, if you're able to stun him because he was not, his cooldowns weren't increased, if you're able to stun him immediately under those Empire Palpatine leads, which are still out there, if you can stun him first turn because he could not steal his cooldown, even if he was faster, he's got nothing now. He's got a whole nother turn. He's got to wait to do anything. So, yeah, it's pretty much just, you know. And here's another thing. People keep asking us about uh, the other teams, um, like uh, Basila-led teams, uh, RJT teams, you know, and how they hold, they hold up against them. The reason I did all the testing against Treya, and this is all – I know as as a bigger thing for like the whole community, it would have been better to test against all of them. But I think my mindset always goes to Treya just because I know for at least my arena, 
it's just all Treya all the time, everywhere. So yep. being, having something that's good on defense against that and still beats it pretty heavily every time mm-hmm. is what I'm looking for. And so I need to do a better job of testing against other things, but uh, that is the reason that yeah. we talk so much against Treya. I, I have a it, feeling it's that, also hard to find time. Let's be honest. Yeah, train, throwing around arena mods is on every character is just crazy. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. Um, so the like what you were talking about with Chewie, I really like your idea that you mentioned using tenacity on him. I think that's a really great suggestion. Uh, I mean, if you just go with a slice tenacity plus and a tenacity set you would be adding 55% tenacity to him. That is a huge, huge difference. Um, I I mean, I would be really curious to see how that works. Plus, R2 gives some tenacity. Um, Yeah, I'm actually kind of interested to see how that works. I may test that and just just kind of see how it goes. Uh, Fellow Game Changer Urzatron mentions that that's... How he runs his tree, actually. Max tenacity, so... Nice. Um, I am going to have to do that. Uh, so, the it's other something thing from is... Another thing from chat worth oh. mentioning. Okay. We've been talking about this as if it's the way it is. Right now, there's a bug. Um, at least there was in the past. That if Nihilus uh, force drains and Chewbacca obviously does not hit his cooldowns reduced... Um, Nihilus was still getting the cooldown reduction on his Annihilate ability. That is a bug, and that is being looked at, just so you know. I did not realize that that wasn't fixed, because I, ha- I don't... I don't know if it's not fixed happened. or not. I just know that it was pointed out in the past and was going to be looked at. Yeah. So if it's not fixed now, it's being looked at. Yeah. Well, I, I know I mentioned it for whenever I first started messing with Chewie. I noticed that pretty pretty early on. And was- If you don't increase a cooldown, yours should not be decreased. That's the exactly. way I would think it should work. Because yes. the, the ability literally leads, reads for every... You're stealing the cooldown. Yeah, for every cooldown you increase, yep. yours is decreased. So yep. if it's not doing that, it's wrong. Yeah, and would likely be fixed i would assume um we'll get clarification uh so i i had um a couple other ideas for as far as protecting chewy the one thing i hate about old ben is it kind of takes a while for him to get back around to a second turn the termia reduction obviously helps but sometimes he can be slowed down and once he loses his taunt he can't regain it naturally so i've thought about kenobi scion um Anyone that has, like, a taunt that can come back up. Hey, even Royal Guard might be interesting. Who knows? Um, any of those could be kind of interesting to help protect Chewie. R2 kind of does that with his stealth, but not entirely. Uh, I tried uh, Bistan on the team because of his frenzy ability with the specials. But, you know... Um, that works really well for a couple turns, you know, having him weak. <laughs> and then he keeps gaining 100% Termir when someone else uses a special. And then when he goes, he calls Chewy. 
it works awesome until Scion does his AOE, and then you're like, well, crap, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. um, Goodbye, it, Frenzy. It is crazy good up until that point. Uh, Admiral Akbar lead, I've considered trying, and I probably will try at some point. However, I think Rex lead could be super interesting. <laughs> I was about to say, have you tried Rex lead? Because of all the turn meter gain, the fact that he gives the tenacity up, he he's weak, so he would call Chewy whenever he gives tenacity up. So you could do like a, you know, Rex, Chewy, Han Solo with, um, let's say, Old Ben and, I don't know, pick a fifth? R2, Kenob- General Kenobi, I don't know, whatever. Uh, CLS, um, kind of have a lot of options there. There's tons, man. There's a lot of rebels out there, and even people that aren't rebels that that could make a lot of things work with Chewie. So, yeah. Once, like, that's another thing with if you're underwhelmed, just think people are still working out good teams to use the sky with. So, for sure. Do not despair. Um, I did test him with a uh, Bastila lead. Did not have great success against Treya team. I just don't think there's quite enough synergy there. Um, I think what you have to sacrifice to get Chewie in and make him effective probably hurts Bastila more in general. Uh, although, I mean, Bastila lead with Grandmaster Yoda, Hermit Yoda, one of the Kenobis, and Chewie. I mean, you, I'm sure you could take down Treya team with that, but... I don't think it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> I I tested Chewie in phase one of the raid in which Resistance Trooper was the weakest character. So you know how much turn meter Resistance Trooper gains. So every time he would attack, Chewie would attack. It was pretty awesome, not going to lie. <laughs> but yeah, you do run into a serious problem with the fact that of... Uh, just the way the cooldowns work and the turn meter and the expose and all of that stuff, he kind of becomes a liability because Darth Nihilus really ends up just gaining a lot of turn meter without having much turn meter reduced. And, you know, the damage output is awesome. You can do a lot of damage really quick, but, I mean, he cycles through his turns pretty fast, so I don't think it's going to be great. Chicken Bottom said Wicket, and that is another name that I have heard a lot, which would be yes. really interesting. Tell us why, Ewok Man. Why? Why, why Wicket? I, I don't want to tell you why. Fine. <laughs> Fine, don't tell me why. I don't want uh, to. Uh, I'll go ahead and finish talking about the raids. Um... So phase, th- phase three, he can replace Chariot, and I think he does this really well. Um, I basically use my same checks mix team with him instead of Chariot, and I was not getting the same numbers on the high end, in which I was, you know, a lot of times I can get 3.2, 3.3 million uh, with Chewy in there, I was getting more in the like 2.8 to 3 range. Um, maybe not quite 3, but 2.8 to 
he's great because I do think he allows you to do the run faster, more consistently, primarily because the only failure that can happen is in the first, you know, five to 10 seconds of the battle. Um, that's, that's where you'll run into the biggest issues. Typically you'll use Han to attack one of the lightsabers with, um, foresight. You likely will not kill them entirely. So then you have a chance that if someone gets ability block, CLS can come and play cleanup duty and then, you know, go through the death mark thing, put Han Solo and stand alone and he can't get dazed. So that works really well. Plus, you have the extra 25% crit chance. And I think that's the biggest thing that can make a, a big difference for people. I have the mods to where I can mod my Han well enough to where he had 100% crit chance. But if you're lacking the mods to get him up to 100% crit chance, I think Chewie could be really amazing for your Chex Mix team because, you know, not critting even a couple times will significantly lower your scores on that team. So that extra 25% crit chance could be massive. Um, let's see. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, I'm going to try this here pretty soon, probably this weekend. And that is because my checks mix team is no longer modded properly due to my arena team. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm basically just going to try for topples. I'm going to do one standalone and then try for topples and see how it does. I think with having really good mods on there, I think I'll be able to do pretty good damage. I should be able to at least, especially with Chewie getting called in all the time. Hopefully I can keep Isolate off of Han and off of CLS, you know, on that second come around. But, uh, you know, we will, we'll see how it goes. And then I was thinking phase two, he could be interesting. I was trying to think of a way to put him on my Wampage team, but... I'm not really sure what I would be willing to give up. I don't, I don't think I give up Sabine. You can't give up Thrawn because of the speed down and the turn meter. Um. So I think I that the know. wicked thing, back on the wicked thing, uh, I think it's because he has the chance to take extra turns. So if he were yes. guarded and he took that extra turns, sense. he'd be pulling in Chewbacca. Thanks for letting me finish the raid discussions before you brought that up. But yeah, that I mean that would probably work really well in what <laughs> territory war and uh you know territory war I mean maybe arena on like you know if there aren't treas and stuff like that running all over your arena or something, you you could you know just make a furball mix and see how it does. The gold for a sprain gets me sometimes, so I have to spit it out before I forget it. So my apologies for interrupting you but that was the reasoning so but oh, it you, also, no you no i thought you were just being polite and let me finish the three phases i was talking about because oh. i really don't have anything for phase four um, okay or, i thought i did interrupt you and i was like oh well oh i'm so no, good no, at no. that i i'm used to doing that no you were being polite it was really weird i'm not used to it Are you i guess okay? that's what's i guess that's what throwing me <laughs> off so far so much <laughs> but like i was just thinking about how i really want to gear my uh i really want to gear my chewbacca now and try him in my golden ewoks territory war defense team and probably take out like uh take out someone 
I don't know who I'd take out really. But I'd probably take out Oh uh let's say maybe Paplu. Take out Paplu and throw Chewbacca in there instead and see how that did on defense. Uh you know what the most fun do. thing I've done with Chewie is so far? What's that? Territory battle. Um so you know how we've talked about how RJT BB eight and R2 is amazing for it? Yes. Uh yeah, I think that's CLS Han and Chewie now. They literally mopped through I, I think it was uh phase four we were in. I went through one of the combat missions, hit auto, and I don't think it lasted a minute. I mean, Holy maybe smokes. 30 seconds. Like, they just absolutely cleaned house. It was awesome. I mean, because literally every attack Chewie is going, doing the 20% damage, Chewie is going to be a territory battle monster. If you're having a problem with combat missions, I mean, he is going to be significant for that, you know, just because that built-in expose, especially like on an AoE when those characters have as much health as they do, that can be such a huge help. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's God. He's so much fun. I well, can't wait, can't wait to start gear to mine. Do you want to talk about how people can beat this event? You know, I would like to, I don't know how much help my, strategy for beating it will be because it seems like it was the total opposite of everyone else but let's talk about well it. let me tell you how ahead. i beat it and so on my alt the way i beat it i used a bosk lead my bosk is gear 12 all my bounty hunters don't have any gear 12 pieces on them so they're just straight up gear 12 right now uh okay. bosk is gear 12 Dengar gear 12, Boba gear 12, Greedo gear 12. So I used a boss lead with those four and the gear 11 uh, Cad Bane. Um, the one that I actually ended up beating it, uh, they did not hit Dengar. So R2 smoke screened and smoke screened everyone. And so I, I'm like, instead of just backing out, I just went straight at R2 just to see what would happen. And I totally destroyed R2 pretty quickly um, because somehow Boss didn't get stunned, which always seems to happen on most of my runs. So Boss didn't get stunned. So I was able to use the the all bounty hunter call in, you know, a lot of the other abilities and just took out R2. And then finally, nice. uh, Han was the next one that came out of stealth. So I started going at him and... Uh, which, you know, kind of sucks because he's guarded. So it really doesn't do a lot of damage to him. But I managed to kill Han, and that left Rolo, Chewbacca, and Art, or in Lando. And then finally, Chewie came out of uh, stealth. Well, actually, L Lando came out of stealth as well as uh, Chewie, but Lando wasn't guarded. And so I'm like, you know what? If I can take out his AOE, that'd be cool. So I took out Lando, and then it was down to Chewbacca and Rolo. And that's when I took out Chewbacca. And then I took out Rolo. So totally nice. weird, like, um, order of kills compared to all the ones for the winners I've seen and what they've talked about worked for them. But mm -hmm. uh, that completely worked for me. But now I got to preface that by saying, 
I got my Bosque to 270 speed. My Bobo was at 250, and my my Cad Bane I think was 253, and everyone else was like 220s, 230s. So I mean, I I I speed these guys out like crazy, and it took about three attempts before I got through it. So gear nice. and speed is king, um, obviously in all things, but Absolutely. that's how it ended up beating it. But I can't say I mean, that'll work for everyone. It definitely works for me. That's the way to do it. If you can, I mean, having them geared is much easier. I've seen a lot of people that have like all gear 12 and 11 bounty hunters and can't beat the event to which I just, Oh, well, see, that's going to be me because the only way I'm going to be able to attempt this is with all gear 11 bounty hunters. So I'm going to have to speed mod them out speed wise once they're all gear 11, like, like I had on my alt account and hope that's enough because it's just, if you don't speed them up, it's, it's, ugh, it's just too, I left all regular mods on them and tried it a couple times without even messing with the mods on my bounty hunters on the alt and annihilated well, before they killed anyone. Well, I'm strongly, strongly disagree with you. you better, I, okay. Never mind. I'll say this once you finish your, uh, what you're going to say. Okay. The one caveat that I know I'm going to get, which is totally cool. Um, my Boba is completely maxed and did have ridiculous mods. However... So that's what I don't have to say, because you were literally completely maxed in gear on him. However, the rest of my characters, IG-88 was gear 11, Zam Wessel was gear 12, or sorry, gear 10, Dangar was gear 9, and Greedo was gear 8. That's what I beat the event with. That's who how did, I got my 7-star Chewie. But who did the heavy lifting? Oh, it was strictly Boba and Dengar. There um, you go. <laughs> like, well, I see a lot of people putting resources into the other characters. The If you have Boba and Dengar, they're the only two you need. And you don't even need that much gear on Dengar. If you can make Boba one ridiculous, badass attacker, get him up to 216% crit damage, add some speed on him, Make him to where he has decent crit chance, which he's going to anyway because he does. You can beat the event. And the key, the biggest thing for me, I spent more time messing with mods. And I eventually came back to what I thought would probably work. And it worked really well. I got super close a lot of times before I actually beat it. Um, So... Like, I know it can be done this way. It's entirely about potency mods. I literally could not care less. In the end, I don't care about any of the speed, any of the health, any of the protection, any of offense, crit damage, nothing. None of it matters at all whatsoever on Greedo, Zamwessel, or IG-88. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is that you have three potency sets and a potency primary. That's it. Because when you put all those on there, 
you get a pretty massive amount of potency. You get uh, 40s, 60, 69% potency from mods in addition to the natural potency that they have. Half of that converts into health for each individual bounty hunter. That is a massive amount of health and survivability that you're getting back. You sh like every single one of your bounty hunters, excluding maybe Boba, should have a potency primary as the plus. Boba, I can see the argument for offense. I think that's what I had on him whenever I beat it, uh, just because I wanted a little bit of extra damage. Um, you stack up that much potency, you are adding a ridiculous amount of health, which is crucial because Boba needs to survive. Dengar, who's already has a lot of health, increasing his health pool by that much more helps a ton. So once you get them modded, um, get your Boba modded to be fast and powerful as all hell, and get Dengar. Like, if you're going to put speed mods on any... I don't When I say speed mods, I mean secondary speed with potency set bonus. Put those on Dangar because he is pretty important to the thing. His unique ability, if he gets critically hit and goes into stealth, will prevent the other team from stealthing. That prevents R2-D2 from going into stealth and stealthing everyone. That is key number one. That has to happen. Because if R2-D2 goes into stealth, well, you're just kind of screwed because you you might be able to get through him, but R2-D2 just has so much health and everything that he is incredibly difficult to get through. Uh, so wait, wait until Dengar prevents the stealth. Then, if anyone gets a turn, if Zam or Greedo get a turn, throw thermal detonators. Thermal detonators do... Uh, significant amounts of damage, plus they give turn meter to all bounty hunters when they expose because of Boba's leader ability. So use those two to get thermals out if they don't get wiped out. I I know my Greedo never took a turn. Uh, I think I think Zam did a basic once, and I think I got <laughs> IG88 to do an AOE once, and then they were all dead. Um, with uh, most of them don't even have their Omega abilities. Dengar, a few of his Omega abilities are kind of important. His basic ability can call in a fellow bounty hunter, so it's actually really nice when everyone else dies, because Boba's set for damage. So, what you can do is try to um, on Dengar's first turn, what you want to do is use his AoE. His AoE will put out debuffs, which is good for Boba because that increases the amount of damage from Execute, and he will put out Thermal Detonators, which in a turn will end up giving Boba turn meter, which is great. So what I would always do is use Boba's first turn, use his basic ability on Chewie to take his health down and hopefully add a damage over time or two onto him. Then on his second turn, use Execute. If you don't kill Chewie on the execute, you might need to restart. Uh, part of what's important is there's a good chance that Bobo will... He will probably get stunned, he will probably get ability blocked, and then he will probably get killed. It's actually really good that he gets killed because then he comes back and he's not 
uh, ability blocked or stunned, and he can execute Chewie, which then gives him back Bounty Hunter's Resolve. All this time, Dangar is stealthed, which means he can only be hit by an AoE. Once you get Chewie out of the way, you kind of... It's kind of like a buffet. You can choose whoever you want uh, to take out. What I would do, or what I would suggest doing, is save Lando. Lando, he is basically like a free bounty hunter's resolve. Because Execute takes him out super easily. He's a pretty weak character. Generally, the basic, you know, if he had even a little damage gone... Uh, I could basic him, and if Boba double taps, he can get taken out and get Bounty Hunter's Resolve back. So I would kind of keep him as, you know, just kind of a feeder for Bounty Hunter's Resolve while I tried to kill Han next. Um, Han is obviously a big problem. If you can, once you kill Chewie, use Dengar to stun Han so that you can attack him without losing damage. Uh, every time you kill someone, you losing want it to health. be with... Do what? You said losing damage or without losing health. Stun Han uh, so you lose damage is what you said. You don't lose damage. Oh, uh, yeah, that's health. true. I don't know why I said it. Yeah, so you don't <laughs> lose health. That is an excellent point. So you don't counter and also remove your turn meter. That's very problematic. And the turn meter reduction is a really good reason to wait on Han. Uh, but... I personally like to get get rid of him, but if you get in a spot where he keeps reducing your turn meter, I mean, you you can basically get locked into a loop where he kills you and keeps taking your turn meter and you never get to take a turn. So stunning him is a really good idea. Um, and then if you can get him or Rolo killed, either one is totally fine. You know, um, if you get taken out, just go to Lando, kill Lando, so you can get your Bounty Hunter's Resolve back. Work on Han. Once Han goes down, things get super easy. Um, just for the fact that there's not a whole lot of damage there. It's really hard to kill Boba. With all the health that you have from the potency mods that everyone else had, everyone else is dead, but they're still helping Boba because of those potency mods you put on him. So... Uh, you know, once you do that, uh, be honest, man, R2 can be a total pain. Uh, I think twice I got it down to R2 and Lando and lost just because R2 got me in a stun lock and that is obviously a really big problem. So, uh, I figured out don't ability block him. Actually, ability blocking R2-D2 is a really, really terrible idea. You would much rather him be able to burn you and go into stealth um, because obviously a foresight you can execute and can actually be beneficial. He double taps anyway, so once you get through foresight, second time you could do damage. Maybe a damage over time gets added. Um, just don't let him get you in a stun lock. Like I said, it took me a couple times to learn that lesson. Um, but other than that, I think those are probably the biggest tips that I have for beating that event. All you need is one really well-modded and geared character. The rest can be pretty pathetic, and the original Bounty Hunters can absolutely do it, no question. No. Uh, IG-88, Greedo, and Zam 
could be far less geared than I have them and you still be at the event. I have no question, no doubts about that. The um Boba Fett's Zeta. How big of a importance was that, you think? Not huge. Um because is it useful? Yeah. I think but... it's probably very important. I don't it's see how it could not be. Because all it does is recover protection. Right. Which makes you more survivable. <sighs> not that much. I mean, a when full, you're talking... You, you get full protection back. How does that... Not that much. Well, I mean, when when modded properly, I mean, Boba should... Boba probably has 70 to 90,000 health. I mean, he has a ton of health and he might that, have... That other team stacks turns like crazy. So it doesn't matter no, if he has 90,000 health. If they take four turns in a row, he's dead. Like, the protection regage yeah, in. But he has Bounty Hunter's Resolve. So whenever he kills someone... There's five people, so you're really hoping you're going to kill someone. Because if you don't, he's dead. That's well, why yeah, I think you, it's... I mean, you I, have to kill Chewie first. Once you get Chewie taken out of the way, you get your Bounty Hunter's Resolve back. And like I said, yes, that can be useful, but the bigger thing is the fact that he gets the 100% health and gets Bounty Hunter's Resolve whenever he kills someone. That is massive. The protection gain really isn't all that important because a lot of times whenever he dies, there's extra damage. I mean, if if you're in the yellow and Han double taps you, well, I mean, there may be 10, 15,000 damage that goes nowhere just because it had nowhere to go, you know, um, yeah. if you only have 5,000 health left or whatever. And, you know, uh, whereas the protection, it would be taken down. You know, you, I mean, does it help with survivability? Yes. Is it required? Absolutely not. Just because of the way his Bounty Hunter Resolve works and the fact that to recover that protection, you have to kill someone. And the bigger thing from killing somebody is the Bounty Hunter's Resolve. That's really the only thing that matters, is the ability to revive and give yourself another chance to kill someone else. I can um, tell you this much. If I don't have it beaten with two days left, he's getting his Zeta. I'll be honest, I don't think it'll make that big of a difference. Uh, I, I mean, I, I do think totally it'll totally disagree. I mean, you beat it within how many turns? How, how many attempts does it take you? Mm, I haven't beaten my I head against say, this thing for two days, and I would say with the 50, strategy you're talking about, and I still haven't beat the six star version. So I I would say fifty to sixty attempts probably, and a lot of the, I spent a lot of time uh, doing various speed sets on Dangar, and you know speed sets on Boba, speed sets on Zam, you know trying to get more thermal detonators off. Like, I spent a lot of time trying to do different strategies. Um, I didn't actually count my attempts, so I'm not exactly sure. I'm just guessing. But um, once I modded the team the way I did, it became infinitely easier. Like, most of the times I was seeing a path where, okay, like, I can actually see this getting getting beaten, you know, pretty easily. Um, well, I say easily. That's that's a stretch, but y you get my point. Yep. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, 
like I said, I, I think you only really need like your really elite mods on the one character if your Boba's geared really well. And like I said, Dengar's important. Dengar or Bosk. I haven't heard of very many people beating it without Dengar or Bosk. They're both really good. If you have higher geared characters, you're obviously in a better spot. But, I mean, that that I just kind of went over is kind of a minimalist guide for doing it. Uh, especially considering Boba is such a good character. Um, you know, I've talked about like the phase two team. I've talked about so many teams in the past with Boba that I feel like everyone who listens to this podcast should have Boba at gear 12. So, uh, this strategy, I guess, is maybe more for those people and, um, you know, hopefully it helps some people, but, um, you know, his ship's great. Like Boba is such a damn good character. He works on so many different teams. Most of the other bounty hunters don't. And, I, you know, I think if you need to gear Boba for this event, even if you need to gear 12 for this event, I think it's totally worth it. Well, let me just say this. I listen to this podcast and I have a gear nine old bin. My gear, my Boba is about to be gear 11 and I have golden Ewoks. So it doesn't always not, mean. <laughs> just because you, just because you do the podcast doesn't mean you listen to the podcast. No. Just to be clear. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've always played this game to have fun, and I like my Ewoks, so. Yeah, and uh, they've done pretty well in Territory Battles. I am, or Territory War. I am very excited about the next Territory War, see how my new Chewie team does. I'm, I'm going to gear up Chewie and throw him in the, uh, throw him in with the Ewoks on defense and see what happens. That's something else I just now thought about. Territory War? If your team survives, I mean, the next team that comes in, Han's getting the first shot. Like, good luck. <laughs> I, like, this is a team that you could get in a terribly bad loop in. Um, yeah. I highly suggest people watching out for this team in Territory War because, I I mean, Han, Han along with Chewie can take someone out without much effort. They can take out ridiculously tanky characters and, you know, if they're, especially if they're already gaining turn meter and stuff like that, it could be a big problem if you're not taking these teams out or if you're leaving them with, you know, and leaving them with turn meter could be, could get ugly. Agreed. Woo. Oh, God, I love Chewy. (laughs) That was a lot. Chew on all, chew on that, as they say. Yeah, no kidding. You, you know what I think we should do, though? I do know. But why don't you tell everyone uh, else? I think we should um, see how well we know Chewie. We just talked about him for a long time, so hopefully this does not go badly. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. Oh, you you heard it? I heard everything, but I hear even hear that. It's really loud though. I'm an idiot. Wow. I don't know how that happened. Let's crank that down a little. Is that good? Yeah, that's good.
I'm an idiot. <laughs> I like Joker. <laughs> it sounded fine. Yeah, I hear it all. I don't. I don't know what what's going on with the wink, but I'll edit that in the podcast. You'll never know. What <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right, are you guys ready for some trivia? This is um, obviously put together by our good friend Tesh from the Order and the Guild Frequent Fighters. Uh, this week's trivia is entirely about our good new friend Chewbacca. And I'm going into this not being tricked about it only being about the legendary Chewbacca. I have a feeling some of this is going to talk about the other Chewbacca's, so... Didn't think about that. I am totally I've already got my mind moving on the other Chewbacca's as well, so we'll see what happens. Alright, so if uh, I am going to post the pin in chat. And it will be uh, on your screen the entire time we're doing it. So. Oh, well, there's probably no need to do that then. However, people listening on audio, you can go to the show notes of this file and you will see the pin that I'm going to read off right now. 0183751. Uh, that is again, 0183751. There will be two pins in the show notes, just in case, uh, you know, if that first pin does not work, go to the show notes. There will be a second pin because we've had issues with, uh, you know, way too many people doing these with us, which is a great problem to have. I love it. I agree. All here's, right. Here's the, here's the other great problem to have. Um, I don't have two phones with me to be able to ask the question. Ooh. All right. For before we actually get into the question, so. Okay. Okay. I'm All right. Have to try to read the question really quick and then answer it. I say we just go into answer the question and then we can read it. Okay. And then list the answers. We'll talk about it and then give the answer and move on. So if there's a few seconds of this amazing fleet cantina music for you to listen to you'll know it's because Enjoy. we are answering the question and then we'll ask you the question exactly all right all i'm right. in are you in i am in okay well, i'm going to right. oh we got nine questions all right here we go first question all Which Question Chewbacca one. adds blue status effects to his allies? I got it. The I mean, I got an answer. Are veteran smuggler Chewbacca, Vandor Chewbacca, Clone Wars Chewbacca, and Chewbacca? And what did you answer? Um, I didn't read through all the answers. And I saw Vandor Chewbacca, and I chose Vandor Chewbacca. Vandor Chewbacca is not the correct answer. No, it is not, and I am surprised at you. Kind of disappointed, too. All right, so next question. Oh, that's disappointing. Which Chewbacca has no direct Han counterpart in-game? The options are Veteran Smuggler Chewbacca, Vandor Chewbacca, Clone Wars Chewbacca, and Chewbacca. And you answered... What did you select? 
I selected Clone Wars Chewbacca. I was, selected Clone Wars Chewbacca as well. Because that was before he met Han. It was back when he knew Grandmaster Yoda. So why don't they have synergy? Come on. Just kidding. Ah, oh, yeah. Come on, CG. Let's, <laughs> um, let's go into question number three. Which, Which Chewie, Chewie is a pilot? Is a pilot. Uh, the questions are none of them stupid game or vet chewy <laughs> I chose none of them How about you? I chose none of them as well and that I like how vet chewy was in there just to just to, just to give you another option I, I stopped and thought about it what if what if veteran chewy veteran chewy and veteran Han drove that massive uh cargo ship that was in uh, Phantom Menace. Not Phantom Menace. Force Awakens. You know what I'm talking about? That giant ship? Oh. Uh, that yeah. would be a capital ship, I think. That's how big it is. I think it'd just be a cargo ship. It'd be a tank. Yeah, for sure. Just Doesn't blocking everyone else. Alright. Let's move on to the fourth question. Question four. Which which Chewie's kids made up of 73 words for reference? Darth Treya's is 327 words. The options are Clone Wars Chewbacca, Vandor Chewbacca, Chewbacca, and Veteran Smuggler Chewbacca. 73 words for an entire kit. That is crazy. Has to be Clone Wars Chewbacca. Is that what you selected? That was what I selected. He's literally the first character, one of the first two he, characters you're given in the game. Yeah. Yeah, that is what I chose as well. And it is the correct answer. All right, let's move on to the next question. Which debuff is not inflicted by any Chewbacca's in the game? Speed down, daze, buff immunity, or stun? Well, I finally missed one. Oh, thank God. I finally got one right that you missed. That's the, the first That's his is... first at all since we've been doing Kahoot, <laughs> by the way. That, that is buff immunity. What did you choose? I chose Days. Nice. Well, who does Days? Uh, I believe it's Veteran, isn't it? Must be. The one with the kit I least recognize. Nice. All right, like then. it. All right. Question. Next question. Which Chewie has a hundred percent counter chance when buffed? Clone Wars Chewbacca, Vandor Chewbacca, Veteran Smuggler Chewbacca, or Chewbacca? I chose Vandor Chewbacca. That is the correct answer. What did you choose? Not Vandor Chewbacca. <laughs> I like how you... I knew when you said you didn't pick that, that you probably didn't pick that. Uh, yeah. I feel like I, I knew that one. I don't know why I picked Veteran Smuggler. That was stupid. You can pretty much assume uh, that if it does something cool, it's probably not Clone Wars Chewbacca. That's true. He's pretty easy to eliminate. <laughs> uh, let's go into question number seven. 
All right, I got uh, this one. This Chewie can gain turn meter from his own abilities, independent of what allies are present. Um. Mm. <laughs> Answers are Clone Wars Chewbacca, Veteran Smuggler Chewbacca, Chewbacca, and Vandor Chewbacca. And what did you choose? I chose Clone Wars Chewbacca. Well, how do you know this crap? Nobody because uses Clone Wars Chewbacca. This is absurd. Only, only because this is a, a easy enough thing that can happen that it would have been there in the beginning of the game. And I did not see that. <laughs> that is the stupidest reason ever. <laughs> and I God, didn't see anyone else. for that. Oh, well, I got 1,092, so... I hate this game. <laughs> Next question. Which Chewie can heal other allies' health? Clone Wars Chewbacca, Veteran Smuggler Chewbacca, Chewbacca, or Vandor Chewbacca? I feel gypped. Why? Because Vandor Chewbacca can uh, revive and heal. Pretty much brings them back to life and gives them health. How is that not a heal? Is it another ally or other allies? Multiple. He can do it Should to every ally. Just depends on who dies. Oh. <laughs> but it's only one at a time. That's not in the question. It says depends other can heal other allies' health. Not oh, heal another I see. ally. I see the uh, the apostrophes in a different place. That is what I missed. I missed it being over one spot. Great. All right. Well, I missed that <laughs> one. <laughs> it's true. Oh, it's, my. Okay. It's, that's true, okay. right? And, if the if okay. it was in front so, of the S, it would be one, but it's on the other side of the S, so it's all. Uh -huh. Right? El that's Elton simple Blues. English. Elton Blue said that's actually really smart reasoning for your last question, which I actually agree. I just wanted to troll you. Um, that was really stupid reasoning for this one. <laughs> Look, I, I, I have my good and my bad. You just got to roll with it. I have mostly bad, so I'm going to talk trash whenever I get the opportunity. All right. Well, I can, I can do right. it. Is this the last question? It is. All right. Question nine. Which Chewie has the most combined health and protection? I knew that was going to be wrong. Oh, I knew it was Veteran going to be Smuggler wrong. Chewbacca, Chewbacca, Vandor Chewbacca, or Clone Wars Chewbacca? Why would it be the tank? That would make the most sense. I actually chose Chewbacca because he is impressively tanky for an attacker. And... Uh, I'll be honest, I did not think that the correct you answer turned into smuggler a smuggler Chewbacca would be the answer. You, so. you have turned into a robot. So what was your answer? Uh-oh. You have poor network um, connection. My answer was Chewbacca. That's great. At least it lasted to the end of the podcast. I, I, I think we officially have technical difficulties. I feel like we're going... We're going to lose Wink in a second, so give me one second and I'll bring him back. Are you there, Goodnight Punk? All 
right, I'm calling him back. We're gonna get him back. He will be here soon. Just wait two seconds. I think he will. Michael is unavailable. Now he's back. All right, there he goes. Hey! Hey, I can hear you again. You turned into a robot and you were just gone. That don't surprise me. My internet's amazing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, so you're good. Ugh. What did you put on yeah. the last one? I don't remember. I got it wrong, though. Mm, yeah. Well, oh, like I... No. Did you, I, did I put you? I put Chewbacca because he's quite tanky for an attacker, legendary character. I figured he might have a little bit more health and protection than everyone else, but no. Yeah, so I wound up second place to Chicken Bottom for the people that have done it so far, and you wound up not in the top five, so I don't know where you're at. What? Maybe I need to oh, refresh. I don't know, but yeah. I'm yeah, I'm sixth. I feel it pertinent That's to point the out the fact that you have not beat me at Kahoot Trivia. Oh, shut up. This... Joker freaking smashed it this week. Just saying. Holy smokes. Yeah, Joker did. Nice job, man. Good grief, dude. <laughs> well done. There you go. I don't, I don't feel I'll stay in the top five by the end of when everyone's done this, so... Good job, guys. Yeah, I, uh... I'll be honest. I like the Kahoot trivia, but I hate the Kahoot trivia. But you just hate losing. <laughs> Listen. I hate multiple choice questions. They're so difficult. I like open-ended questions. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny that I destroy you at this and you... For the most part, destroyed me at the other one. <laughs> I'm going to start studying. You're not going to beat me again for quite some time. All right, we'll see what happens next. So, I think that's it for I'll this lose. week, though. <laughs> Indeed. All right, so if... Uh... If you enjoyed the show, you want to support the podcast, patreon.com slash shattered order. You can get roster reviews. I've still owe a couple of roster reviews. I've still got one that I need to get published. There's been so much stuff going on. Um, next next week, things are going to be a little bit slower. I'm going to get some of this back, backlog stuff up and out. Uh, so Patreons are the only people who get to listen to the roster reviews. So make sure you check that out. Uh, you can also go sub on Twitch. If you are an Amazon Prime user, please go use your free Amazon Prime each month. We would really appreciate it. Get you in a drawing. Next week, we'll be doing giveaways for our Patreon subs this month, as well as our Twitch subs. As we do every month, we like giving you guys gift cards. So uh, make sure you get those refreshed and in. Um, anything else? I think we covered everything else in the rest of the show. I think that's uh, that pretty much does it. So, we managed to stumble through Hotel Podcast. It went well. I think it went great. So, thank you everyone for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening. For everyone listening to the podcast in audio form, thank you for sticking through and listening all the way to the to us fumbling through Chewbacca trivia. So, 
Um, for those keeping track at home, I have beaten Wink every time on Kahoot. Just thought I'd say that again. Thank you for listening. We appreciate all of you, and uh, we will see you again next week at the same place. Okay. <laughs> I have one last thing to say to you. I have Seven Star Chewbacca on my main account. Just saying. Just, just saying. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs>